to the Flow in Corporate Treasury podcast, Deutsche Bank Corporate Bank's podcast, which delivers you insights straight from the source. You probably all know the statistics on booming e-commerce, and you may have also heard that more and more B2B companies are starting to sell their products or services directly to the customer. So in this episode, we will talk about how these new digital business models actually affect companies' payment strategies. What can treasurers do to support the business when it comes to introducing new sales channels and new technologies? And how can they ensure that the cash management setups that they built up in the past actually remain efficient and secure in a digital world? My name is Desiree Buchholz and I'm delighted to have two experts on the show today that will talk us through how they are addressing the challenges. Britta Döttger is group treasurer at the multinational life science company Hoffmann La Roche, and she's joined by Martin Schlageter, who heads the treasury operations team at the Swiss-based company. First of all, welcome to, to both of you. Thank you so much, and thank you for this invitation, Desiree. Glad, glad to have you, Britta. <laughs> um, Before we go into details about why and, and how your treasury department is adapting its, its payment strategy, could you please explain our listeners how a Rush's current setup looks like when it comes to making and, and receiving payments? Yeah, sure. So we, we run Treasury out of headquarter in Basel. So we also refrain from, from having regional offices. I mean, we're heavily supported, of course, from our three uh, shared service center locations around the globe. Uh, so how, how big is, how, what, what do we manage at Roche? So we, our, our core Treasury team, not, not thinking about people that, that man, manage our uh, pension uh, funds or, or obligations. So we, we're, the operational Treasury is about uh, 30 people in, in Basel. And we let's give you some volumes that we have. I mean, one big topic at our end is, is intercompany payments. So we had last year uh, trade-related uh, 112 billion Swiss franc in, in, in more than 50 currencies uh, intercompany payments. We have finance-related intercompany movements of, of 170 billion. We do internal FX transactions with the business of around 70 billion Swiss francs per year. We have uh, Uh, roughly 200,000 payments per, per month that go through our payment factory, through our central gateway. Um, and we also do already collect on behalf for the businesses uh, uh, 5% of the Roche turnover uh, through the central in-house bank. So just, just some, some figures to give you a size, uh, an understanding of the size of our company and the treasury we manage. And maybe um, um, after what you've described, um, can you put a number on it? Maybe let's look at it from, from a scale perspective. So if one is completely decentralized um, and means no visibility um, over cash and flows and 10 is completely centralized, full visibility, etc., cetera, um, how would you um, range um, Rush on that scale from, from one to 10? Yeah, I would say probably around nine because we have uh, we are we're not at ten because we have uh, certain regulations also which which don't allow us to to manage cash directly. So we we have visibility of that cash, uh, but we cannot manage it centrally. So therefore, I think we are highly centralized. Also, if we if we have uh, we even went that far, you know that we don't allow basically uh, subsidiaries to make payments through non-ROSH non channels, meaning e-banking tools. So we have implemented and, and basically also created an own e-banking tool. So if we buy a new subsidiary, one of the first things they get is this e-banking tool so that we, when, whenever they have to make payments, that we have visibility also of those flows. So it's highly centralized. I think we also manage around 95 plus minus percent of the cash that ROSH has on a daily basis centrally. 
Um, so therefore, this also leads to the fact so that we are between nine and ten of the centralization uh, scale, I would say. So um, if I understand it correctly, if it was just treasury, actually, there would be no need for you to to um, adapt your, your strategy. But it's not just treasury, of course, it's also what the wider business um, needs. So um, the healthcare sector, um, when I looked at it before um, this podcast, is among those sectors that could actually benefit a lot from new technologies like big data or artificial intelligence. Treatments can become more personalized. New ecosystems and partnerships are developing. Um, can you maybe, before we go into the treasury aspects again, uh, give us a few insights into Rush's digital innovation strategy and then also look at what this, how this relates to payments? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm happy to do so. And I would think, you know, just building on what Martin has been saying, I think the past journey um, in treasury was really on standardize, harmonize, um, and then scale, of course, optimize, and whenever um, something um, can be eliminated and really replaced by automation to do so. So I think the key focus here was really on efficiencies and transparency. And I think right now um, we are looking more towards the business side. And we really feel if we want to contribute further to the Roche purpose and really support as a treasury function um, many years into the future, the opportunities are much more in teaming up with the business and really do co-creation with the businesses. And we, we truly believe that with all those new technologies emerging, that this would be able. So maybe um, in one word, we look much more towards how we can achieve and support colleagues also outside uh, Treasury to jointly fulfill our mission and purpose in doing what patients need next. And I think this is where I really clearly see, Desiree, that we also need to adjust and to, to transform. So it's not only the centralized and decentralized aspects, it's, it's really being relevant and uh, supporting the business with, with value creation and maybe even enabling new business model, as, as you have been saying. So in other words, we don't run a separate treasury innovation digitalization strategy. So for us, really always the, the purpose and the use case, the business case comes first. And then we look at technologies, how they can, we can use them as a, as a servant, if you want so, to our needs. So um, this is really business-driven, strategy-driven, and there we want to really team up and contribute. Can you maybe make that a little bit more concrete, um, um, moving down from the strategic level into a specific example? What does that mean in, in practice for, for you? Well, it means, you know, we are running projects uh, together with the business. So um, we have a payment portal project where we have the mandate from all our three business units to really put a platform uh, in reality and bring it to life. So where the commercial business has its interface to its customers and we are part of this project and we are, I would say even Martin, we are driving it, aren't we? I mean, 
Yeah, yeah, I think this is this is clear. Yeah, I think we are. I mean, this this this, this as Britta has outlined, I think we, we we see the value of treasury also going beyond. You know, because I think we we want to connect the dots within the company to make the company in its more and more sort of uh, reap the synergies within the company and and bring bring all the parties together. And I think this this global payment portal is, for example, example where we saw, and probably. Many listeners uh, can relate to this. You know, Treasury always has to serve many divisions. We have at, at our end at least three. We have also some add-ons with 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 uh, uh, M&A activities where we bought our companies. You know, where we see different different projects rising. Uh, for example, like how to collect from customers, and where we early in the process step up and say, listen, before everyone runs for himself, let's get together. Treasury can take the coordination, especially when it comes to collecting from customers, and then we can jointly build a platform that everyone can basically use, and we have a much more robust process if we if we do this jointly, rather than everyone everyone runs for runs for himself. And I think this is this is highly welcomed within the business, I would say, because you can tell that that we are invited to these tables. People are, are happy if we take the lead, and I think this is a very good example to see how where we can where we can contribute to the business uh, far beyond. Uh, uh, let's say, uh, normal treasury-related uh, topics. Can you maybe explain the digital payment portal a little bit more to all the listeners um, that are not fam familiar with this? So um, what kind of, of business models does it enable? Is it linked to the direct-to-customer uh, um, uh, business that you do? Because originally, um, as a B2B company, you probably didn't um, didn't address um, customers so far. Or what, what is the digital payment portal about? Yeah, exactly. It's it's part of this transformation from from B to B into B to C. So we had one division, or part of our business with diabetes care, where they have a focus on on end 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 user and consumers, which which are basically directly by buying from the companies or from the subsidiaries. And there we saw this was the the, the first. Uh, uh, the first sort of area where we saw that there is a strong interest and we also saw that this 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 part of the business has has developed its own channels and they have already liaised with us at the time because they struggled with certain know-how and with certain expertise to set something like up so we will help to give them some guidance and then uh, with with two entities in the US which we bought which also brought in a, a direct to consumer business and also the diagnostics division which goes more and more into this direction we basically at a certain point of time when we saw this and there's now too many initiatives going in this direction anyone everyone basically came to us for for some guidance we said listen let's let's put that together so that we have in the end that we that we basically create a portal that is then the central gateway for customers to, to shop from Roche and where the, 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 the whole execution of the payments is, is done in a way where data privacy is, is secured, where basically instant instantly collections can be recognized if a customer has bought and where also the business gets all the relevant data from the portal in order so that they can manufacture and, and, and deliver to the, to the customer. So this is a very much integrated solution, highly te technology driven and uh, uh, and it's clear that the longer you are uh, running this project the clearer it is it doesn't make sense to build that three four five times within the company but you have to do that once and then you have also the resources to do that right and what's the scale of this uh, portal how many payments are running um, through this through this portal and how does that um, um, compare to the rest of the payments business at rush 
You know, we are, we are at the starting point with this. So it, it took really some time to, to, to develop this. So we are, we are currently over summer. This will, this will be now put in production. But there will be, a uh, first of all, a strong ramp up because we are bringing in the collections from the various channels that are already existing. So they will make use of this new top portal. And, and then it will go, I mean, then it will be become, I mean, this starts in the US with the pilot and then we will see further countries to be rolled out. And then it would, it will also depend on how fast the business is, is more and more moving into this B2C space. I think it's, 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 then we have a robust platform that is replicable, that can handle large volumes. And, and it's basically an offer to the business to make use of this infrastructure. And we can basically, and I think this is, this is the role of a service provider to, 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 to provide a platform that can be scaled up and, and so that the business is not limited by, by picking certain countries where they see a, an appetite in, in, in moving forward into this direction. So I'm, I'm sure that within the first six to nine months, we see, we see large millions, uh, large amounts of, of many, many millions US dollar going through that channel. And uh, uh, so, so, but it's 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 too early to tell how big this will get. As I as I said in the beginning, you know, we are still classical B two B, and this B two C is 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 more a new space for us. Mm -hmm. uh, Britta, you, you mentioned before that actually Treasury is, is driving um, this. Um, so a couple of, of treasurers or some treasurers are actually complaining that they learn too late about projects like these. And then there are um, different kind of, of portals, different kind of payment forms um, implemented and that this actually runs against the efficient setup that the Treasury has put in place for, for payments and cash management. How do you make sure as a Treasury organization that you're actually involved in all these kind of projects and you are the driver behind it. I think I need to give great kudos to Martin and all the colleagues in Treasury because as he was laying out where we are today is a testimony of great performance within Roche. And I think um, building trust and relationships over so many years within the organization, colleagues are coming to you because they, they really highly appreciate your expertise, your support, your attitude, how you approach and help them. And so the business comes to you. It's, it, maybe it sounds pretty, pretty simple right now, but it, I think it's, it's very um, hard work to get there. And I think um, getting the mandate from across all business units to run that project, and I think this is really a testimony of the relationships and how well connected we are within the organization and that people really come to us because they know they get, they get great support and a good service. And then there is another item to your new um, or adapted payment strategy um, because Russia is actually engaging in a proof of concept together with Deutsche Bank to automate and integrate the um, purchase to pay process with its uh, suppliers. Um, can you uh, give a few insights of um, the benefits that you hope for um, or why you are um, implementing these, this project? Sure. This all comes back to the idea that we are moving very close to the company mission, if you want. So, so this is an example of we are really looking beyond our really expertise area and purely treasury and treasury operations focused. And we look and um, seek opportunities where we can deliver much more value to Roche overall by teaming up with other departments. And here, you know, as we were learning about the blockchain um, features and what, what this 
technology has in, in shelf for you, we were thinking, you know, how, how can we help together procurement that the manual handling of purchase orders and purchase uh, contract can be much smoother and more efficient. And there, you know, that where it all started. And we thought, you know, if we would think purchase contracts in terms of smart contracts, so putting that on a blockchain, why not also bringing the payment piece there? So the idea really is to, to merge the, the business process and the payment process at the end of the day and to really fully automate end-to-end -end and then leverage. You can be faster. You eliminate the work of reconciliation of invoices. Um, my dream also is if we would have then also the cash piece on the chain, on the blockchain um, ecosystem, then we could also eliminate fraud. So Martin has been saying, you know, this, this topic of security um, and uh, fraud within the payment area is also uh, one of the, I would say, always burning uh, topics. So the element of speed, the element of transparency, um, fraud, security, And of course, I would say, you know, sharing the same database and therewith boosting the collaboration even beyond organizational boundaries. This, this is all to the benefit, I would say, of our patients because we would be quicker. And potentially we can also reduce costs in eliminating admin tasks and work. And yeah, this, this, this is what we think of and what we are aiming for. So there are actually a, a couple of, of very um, interesting interesting projects that you currently manage. So maybe to to wrap up, um, it's it's usually very hard for um, corporate treasurers to find the right balance between supporting business model transformation on the one hand that you've just described and ensuring that the cash management setup remains as efficient and stable and secure um, as you outlined in the beginning. So how do you um, tackle this issue and what would be your, your recommendation for, for colleagues that are facing the same challenge? Desiree, first of all, I have to say this resonates with all of us, I guess. So this is, this is really, a, really a challenge. So being on our mission to innovate further and invest in new opportunities, while it is imperative to deliver on all of, on our core responsibilities, is not easy. And I would think it all starts in our heads. It's really how we think about it and how we manage our own time. So what do I mean by that? Yes, of course, we have so much on the table so you can be busy seven days a week, 24 hours. But if you really think that your time is precious and you really want to make the best out of it, then you maybe focus on where you can create and contribute the biggest value. And by, you know, looking through that lens, I think combined with that there are great opportunities and that you can spark some curiosity, I would say, and also really joy in exploring new things and really leveraging new technologies. I think the mindset piece and the attitude, how you look at this is, 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 is a key foundation to, do, to manage that challenge successfully. Thank you very much to, to both of you to sharing your experience with us and for being our guest. And we'll be thrilled, of course, to learn how you're pushing payment transformation forward. And we wish you all the best for the upcoming projects. And I'm sure the colleagues from the business will be there to, to help you. So 
If you're interested in more case studies um, around corporate treasury, um, listen to the next episode of our Floor in Corporate Treasury podcast. And of course, we would like to invite you to subscribe to our weekly Flow News Bites, which deliver you latest insights from Deutsche Bank Corporate Bank. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm.